Today's episode of LIW The Walking Dead. No, I'm doing uh doing the other show. This is uh the Twilight Zone review. Today's episode of LIW The Twilight Zone Review is brought to you by Arby's. It's not food, it's Arby's. Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone Review. I'm Phoenix West. Today's episode is Mirror Image, episode 121. Debuted February 26, 1960. Not that you give a shit about that. It doesn't matter. It's just there for my own notes. Okay, guys, this is the one um, I, I and Rod tease at the end of 120. When, when the credits came up for that episode, he came out on the screen and goes, Hey guys, I can't write for women for shit, but next week, join us and I will write for a woman. And sure enough, he stuck to his word and here we are. A, an episode about a female. Can you imagine? that? Ha- I think statistically it's slightly over half of the population is finally getting represented in the TZ fashion. Can you, can you imagine that world? That's the Twilight Zone. That the fact that a woman's on there. Uh, wouldn't that be great if that was the that was the twist? He's like, I can't believe I wrote a woman. Oh my god! And it's about Rod just having to deal with the fact that he wrote a woman character and not being able to handle that fact. He seemed pretty progressive. I, I think he'd be fine with it. I just I just thought that'd be cool, cool idea. Okay, guys, this one is one of those I'm crazy, I'm crazy episodes, and there's a lot of them. So let's just let's just get on with it. Um, there's a woman at a bus station. She's about to get on a bus. It's late. She keeps talking. Or she runs up, walks up, and talks to the uh, the clerk guy. There's an old guy sitting up there at the desk. The guy who runs the bus station, I guess. I don't know what his job title is. I don't know. Bus station clerk. Let's call him that. And she starts like, you know, what? Where's the bus? Where's the goddamn bus? And he's like, it will be late. It's late. It's just what it does. Okay. And he starts giving her shit about asking all the time. She's like, you keep coming up here and asking. It's late. It's going to show up when it shows up. Okay, stop asking. And she's like, it's my first time. I don't know why you're, why you're yelling at me. It's the first time I asked. I don't I don't know. Why are you being a prick? And uh, he, you realize something's going on there because why would he lie? He doesn't give a shit. And I was like, hey, why are you giving this old man such shit? You know, why do you keep going up to him and bothering him all the time? And then I realized his booth that he sits at has a big sign that says, check your baggage here. So I was like, yeah, you know what, you're fine. You're doing the right thing. He wants this. He's inviting it in. He wants your baggage. Go give him, like, my dad didn't love me. And, uh, you know, sometimes I get sad at night and I just want to cry. I just can't handle the stress of work. The day-to-day life is really bearing down on me, really grinding me down, you know. So this is what he's asking for. He wants this, uh, apparently. That's what the sign's saying, right? I don't know what else it could possibly mean at a bus station and baggage. I mean... Uh, anyway, they introduce the character. Her name is Millicent Barnes, age 25. They're always in the 20s or early 30s for some reason. Unless the episode is strictly about them being old as shit. The, uh, she's got blonde hair, right? And Rod describes her as, like, she doesn't know how to cook. She's not your type. She's not the typical type of woman, you know, 1960. She's not that kind of woman. She's a typical businesswoman with a head on her shoulders being put to a test. And it's like, Okay, I get it. You don't know how to write a female, but you're trying. But you're also making her like she's not your normal type of woman. She's a uh, she's not type A kind of woman that you're used to. Instead, she's type B, and that's it. You know what I mean? He's saying she's not your stereotype over here, but she's this stereotype. 
So you're not really making any progress at this point, other than allowing your character to have a career, which is quickly derailed by this episode, really. This episode takes that away from her. So everything that makes her unique is gone because she just becomes a damsel in distress in this episode. So you're not really advancing the the plight of the the modern 1960 woman, are you? You're just I think they're trying way too hard with that. They shouldn't have even mentioned it, really. Um, she asks um, she asks him about her bag, like why's my bag checked in? It's right, and she turns around and it's it's right there, right there. Um, she can't figure it out. The handle's broken, just like hers is. So basically, the bag's in two spots at once. It's very weird. It's checked in with him, because she's checked in her baggage with him. And then there's one by her her boot, or her bench that she was sitting at. And then um, she asks him about the bag again, and then she turns around and hers disappeared. And then um, she goes in the bathroom, and then she hears this, this overly concerned janitor is like all up in her business. And she's like, you were in here before. Isn't that weird? You were in this bathroom before. And I was like, bitch, you're a janitor. Shut the fuck up. Why are you why are you keeping tabs on who's in there and like telling them they're in there before? What the fuck are you doing? Just just janit janitize this bathroom. Janitorial a the bathroom. I don't just clean the fucking bathroom, bitch. I don't want to hear your like like she really just keeping minutes on the fucking bathroom on who's in the bathroom and who's not? I don't I don't know why you care so much. Anyway, when she's in there, she sees a reflection of herself in the mirror, obviously. Um, and then in the reflection, she's waiting on the bench. And it's this weird, strange bathroom shot. It's, it's really cool looking. Um, there's no joke there. I'm not going anywhere there. I just I appreciate the cinematography of the episodes. And it's Obviously, it's, you know, they just put it in there. She's not really on the bench behind her. But it's this really cool shot. I like it because you see both of her. Both, both of she, she's both hers, both hers, both hers. They're in the bathroom mirror. That's the way to say that, right? That's the best way to do that. Ugh, I say that as I'm yawning, so I wasn't really. Oh my god, I'm all over the place. She says this phrase, and I've heard it before, and I just heard Paul Shear use it in the uh, "How Did This Get Made" podcast about the gods of Egypt. He, she, in this episode goes, maybe I'm. She's talking in her head she goes maybe i'm overtired and i was like did they have to say overtired because i think tired covers everything that overtired covers i think overtired should be i haven't slept in so long i'm going into a coma right now overtired over is too much but tired already is too much you know what i mean it seems unnecessary anyway it's just a thing i caught and i was like what 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 why are you whatever um, her bag is back at the bench suddenly. She, it's like she reset in a way. And she walks over and talks to this couple, this old couple who's asleep and they're doing a little comedy routine. She's like, did you see anybody move my bag? She's like, no. She's like, you didn't see the guy go over there and put my bag there? She's like, get the fuck away from me. And her husband wakes up and does his little comedy routine thing. It's just a little forced. The husband's a terrible actor. Anyway, the, uh, Coffee. She starts doing the inner monologue. She's like, what's the matter with me? Am I having delusions? They must be delusions. They must be, yes, I must be making this all up. That must be it. That's what's going on. It's an attempt to, you know, put her feet back on the ground and figure out what the hell's happening to her, understandably. And at this point, I was like, I would definitely check what's in the bag. That's very important to me. 
when all I know in this weird world where she doesn't know where she is, she knows where she is, but she doesn't know how long she's been there. People are <laughs> saying things that aren't, she doesn't remember. She doesn't remember asking the guy over and over about the train. She doesn't remember being in the bathroom when the, the, the creepy minute taking janitor kept, said she was. She doesn't remember things that are happening and her bag keeps moving back and forth. But what I'm saying is the bag is the constant, right? The memories have faded. The bag is the constant. I want to know what's in the goddamn bag. Even if it ends up just being her clothes and just the normal thing she did bring, I want to make sure and I want to check it every single time it moved just to keep my eye on, just to like have that mental note. So be like, okay, that's still the same. So that bag's not, the bag's a part of it in a way, but the things inside the bag aren't. I don't know. It'd be weird if you open up, it's just full of dildos or something. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, what? why? There's like a cat in there, like a live cat. Or the live cat, the snake, and the dog. Like, those things. And you're like, oh, uh, I am being fucked with. It's a weird test. Oh, God. Rod was right. I'm just a type B woman. Uh, so I would definitely check the bag. Um, at this point, a stranger arrives. He gives her her purse. And he sits down. I don't know where he found the purse. I don't remember. In the cab? I don't know. I don't know why he had it. It's weird. He sits down. And he talks about his cab hitting a tree. And at this point, I was like, oh, they're all dead. I hope that's not where they're going because that was what I thought initially. I don't really remember how this one ends, so that's good. I, li- I like when I don't remember. And I was like, oh, they're all fucking dead. But I don't think they're going to do that. I hope, I hope they don't. That's too obvious. This is It's way too obvious. Um, she immediately opens... Ironically, she empties her purse on, on this fucking guy, and she's like, "I, you know, I, the bag keeps moving, and the people are saying things I don't remember, and I'm going crazy, and I feel like I'm losing my mind." He's like, "It's fine, it's fine," and she tells him about the weird stuff, like I said, and then the bag vanishes. They do this great joke where she goes, "Look, my bag's gone," and then there's like a beat, and he goes, "Oh, there it is," and then it's just right like a foot behind where she thought it was. Great joke, really well done. Especially for Twilight Zone. You wouldn't think they'd do a joke like that. And I almost don't think they were going for a joke. But it totally is a fucking setup. It's got the, you know, the rule of three. It's got the setup. It's got a, the timing's perfect. And it's, it's got a payoff. (laughs) And they don't even mention it again. It was, it was, it was really well done though. And I, I did laugh, I will admit. Because I didn't expect it. I didn't expect a good chuckle in the middle of this episode. So this, this guy, the stranger that was got in the cab crash, he's basically 1960 Ron Livingston doing a John Wayne impression. And he's just like, he, he references the episode in a, during the episode. It's really weird. And he literally goes, this one's tricky to figure out. I was like, oh, he's talking about the, he's talking about the show, the characters, the characters talking about the script or the, you know, the, the plot, but the actor is also mentioning the script. Like, Hey, audience, this one's tricky to figure out, right? <laughs> she starts to board the bus to Buffalo. That was a lot of bees. She starts to board the bus to Buffalo, but she sees herself already on the bus, so she freaks out, and she runs away and apparently faints. And then the bus leaves without her, and then the, the, the stranger guy stays behind and help her. And I was like, this guy's really committed to this broad. He must want to get in those holes. I don't know why he's... He likes the type B woman, not the kind who knows how to cook and clean. But the kind that does her own thing, like like freak out over buses and things of the sort. Anyway, she wakes up and her 
the first line out of her mouth is, I remember something about blah, 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 something. She tells a story about alternate dimension and people want to claw through. So they try to force you out of the, out of the world, which is very important later because they're just saying what's happening. Obviously. She, but the story is, I remember them clawing. Like they, they try to replace you. So they make you go crazy. They make you freak out. They try to slowly replace you because they have to get their power back. It's like Freddy Krueger, I guess. You got to get his power back. And, I don't think it's like Freddy Krueger at all. I don't know why I said that. Just the getting the power back thing. But it's like a ghost movie. It's like paranormal activity. They got to they gotta get the demons got to get the power back. Um, but, okay, that's fine. I understand that premise. But the problem is, she says, I've been remembering something. She said that after she woke up. And I was like, nope, you were fucking asleep. Were you having coherent thoughts? Like an inner monologue was still rolling like before and just while you're asleep? Because that's not how life works. That's not how it works at all. Maybe it's for her though in the parallel parallel worlds. They uh the guy suggests having his friend drive down and drive them to Buffalo. I had to remember where they're from, sorry, where they're going. Um I always love in old movies where they're going to a city and it's just like at the time it was like this big bustling city. And nowadays if I was like, I gotta go to Buffalo, you're like, What the fuck are you doing in Buffalo? Why are you, why would you possibly do that to yourself? Why do you hate yourself? But, you know, then they're going to Buffalo, and it's like this big-ass thing. Like, oh, shit, Buffalo. Yeah, the major city, Buffalo. Love that town. I mean, bustling metropolis of Buffalo. He Anyway, he suggests having his friend come down to drive them up in a car. Um, he goes up and he talks to the old man to get a phone. And then somehow the old man overheard everything. He's like, you're really going to have your friend drive down? Why would you do that? And he goes, I don't have a friend. I was like, oh, he doesn't have a friend. Oh, he doesn't have a friend. He's making it up. Okay, I thought I was just sad for the guy for no reason. Basically, he's going to call the cops on her to get her, her some help. And I kind of understand where he's... It's the first logical thing he's done. Because she is not well at this point. Um, while he's doing this, she goes in the bathroom to look for her alternate self. I don't remember seeing that janitor this time. Maybe she was in one of the stalls taking taking notes. You, you got to update, you know, you got to update your bathroom notes on the, on the 15 minute. Cause otherwise you, you don't want to risk forgetting what happened. I don't think she does it. Cause you do got to clean the bathroom, you know, I don't think she does it as the person enters and leaves. I, that's too much. You got to like 50, every 15 minutes seems about right. Do not keep on your notes. You note taking that seems about the good pace. That's what I would do personally. If I was in her shoes for dirty, filthy shit covered shoes, that's, that's just what, that's good bookkeeping skills. And you know, that's, she's type a, she's a type a woman. So what she doesn't find the old, she doesn't find her alternate self. So she runs back out. He, <laughs> it was a great moment. Okay. I laugh real fucking hard at this because it is just illegal. What happens? He, the guy, the stranger guy, I don't remember his name. I don't, I don't think they ever got a name. Or if they said it, I didn't fucking write it down. He takes her outside and he's like, well, let's, we'll take out, we'll go get a breath. Go, let's go get a breath. And he takes her outside and the police pull up and then they just fucking violently kidnap her. And I was like, this is so illegal. Like they didn't even speak to her. They, I think he talked to them outside while she was in the bathroom. So, okay. He talked to them. But then they just show up like fucking gangster thugs. She goes out there and they just grab, like, both of them just tackle her and just 
put shove her in the car and drive off without saying a word to her, without going, hey, we're gonna just so you know, we're gonna how you doing? Like, there's no none of that. Just grab her and throw her in the fucking car, like your Ted Bundy or some shit. Whichever one did that, I don't I don't know my serial killers very well. I'm sorry. Um, thought I'd go for it. I might have failed there. I don't know, but they just they just grab her and throw her in a car and drive off, like speed out of there. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's so illegal. Like you have to, you have to talk to them. <laughs> you can't, you can't not tell. Because what if I just call the friends on my buddy? Like let's just say I have a friend. <laughs> let's say I have a friend named Todd though, and I call up. I go, hey, Todd's saying insane things. He needs help. Won't you come and help him? And then they just show up and grab Todd, throw him in the car, and Todd, you never see Todd again. That's not right because. You're really trusting that the first person who made the call is on the up and up. They're not just fucking with the other person. Because otherwise I could call up and be like, hey, can you, Donald Trump's saying some weird shit. He must be crazy. Can you just arrest him? Yep, that's how that works. Just grab him. I'm not trying to be political. I'm just I'm just saying it would be a good way to deal with that situation, that whole thing. But is it be you know what I mean? You can't just take their word for it. You got to you got to have a conversation at least, right? You got to say at least one word. Like Hi, we're the police. Is necessary. Otherwise, you just kidnapped a lady. You just fucking snatched her and ran. That's not how it works. Okay. The guy goes back inside and he sets down his bag to sleep. He talks and he goes to lay down and he turns back around. He walks up to the desk and he's like, I'm going to take a nap. Goes back and the bag's gone. And he looks up and he sees himself running out the door. And then he chases the person and. There's this great shot where they superimpose a picture, uh, him running uh, in front of him also running, like diff- two different shots of him running to make it look like he's running, chasing himself. And the old, him, the alternate version of him, the one he's chasing, it runs like a real fairy. Uh, I'm just going to say it. He runs like, <laughs> running. I was like, oh, he runs like a, like a girl, like a 12 year old girl, just like being chased with a hose. I'm really going to paint a picture here and sound really creepy. It's being chased by a hose, you know? Just like a, a grown man chasing a 12-year-old girl with a hose. Like, I'm going to get you away. I'm going to get Like, that sort of thing. And then he brings her. No, I'm not going to go there. Okay. So I was like, what the fuck's happening? And he chases himself away. He gets really tired. Apparently, the alternate version of him is just a long-distance runner. And he, he gets away. Okay, whatever. I, I get, he wasn't prepared for a chase, and the other guy was. And at this point, I'm like... What are these alternate dimension people doing? Because this guy just saw, let him let the old version of him see him and then ran away, and that's how he gets to be in this universe. Because, and then the the blonde girl gets on the bus, and then that's how she replaced her. But then the old version of her just got taken away by the cops. Okay, here's here's where this falls apart. They aren't replacing them at this point. They're just also there. You know what I mean? She set up that they replace you, that they switch spots with you. But they didn't because they're both still there. There's just two of both of them out and about now. They're, and if that's the case, what's the fucking point of all the, all the tomfoolery of all the... <laughs> Can't believe I use that, that phrase. What's the point of all this? The, the problem of circumstance. I don't get the point of fucking with their brains. I don't get the point of just making them think they're crazy. I don't understand the, the entire point of all of this. If they're just going to show up and go about their day and not replace them, they're not replacing them. It's called a mirror image. Do you think with the whole mirror thing, they'd have to switch? You know what I mean? 
the one person has to be the reflection. They're not doing that. They're just also there. They're, it's like they just came out of the mirror and went, okay, now we don't have reflections. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is not, what? It's not, it's not her story. It's not the thing she mentioned at all. It's, that, that didn't happen. It kind of bothered me a little bit. I, if you're going to set up that's what your episode is, you have to follow through on that. You know what I mean? You have to, they have to be replaced. She wasn't. Re- she didn't go into the mirror, if that's what the thing is, or into the alternate reality. She didn't do that. She just got taken away by the cops. She's still fucking there. She could, by all by all reasonable measures, just get help, and then the next day be back to the Buffalo station, get on the tr- get on the bus, go back there, and show up and be like, "Hey, I'm not here already. That's not really me." Oh, why is there two of you? I don't know. Okay. Well, that's fucking weird then. And then they're just like, they didn't replace me. I'm just also here. The shit. The shit's going on. It would just be a weird... I want to see that episode, kind of. That'd be fun. Her going, no, that's not me. What the fuck? No, not at all. <sighs> wow, guys. That that went off in a weird tangent. So, I'm going to head out. Go to LAWstudios.com. Check out the shows. Make sure... And I'm going to pound the table right now. Make sure... That wasn't quite the authoritative pound I wanted. But I'll, I'll deal with it. Make sure you go to... YouTube.com slash loitering in wonderland and click the subscribe button. It's very fucking important to me. I can get people to like things on Instagram. I can get people to like things on Facebook and Twitter and shit like that, but I cannot for some reason get people to click on subscribe. Most people don't have a YouTube account. I think is what the problem is. So it's just people on YouTube with, with fans of their own aren't going to click on my fucking thing to be subscribed. I get views all the time. I have thousands like, 10,000 views on YouTube, which isn't a lot, lot, but it's for, for what I do, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just, I'm just explaining. It's very weird to me, but I can't get fucking people to click subscribe. It's very strange. Very weird. I, I don't understand it. I don't know how it works. Um, I need help. I need real help. This is an honest plea. If you know anything about YouTube and how to get subscribers that aren't like those fake Instagram, like click on this tit and you'll get 40,000 subscribers by tomorrow, like that sort of shit. I want like real ideas of how to get subscribers other than having different content. I don't want to hear that shit. I'm just curious because I get people going, I love that video. Like, did you subscribe? Oh no. Why the fuck? Why not? I just don't understand it. They watch all the videos and don't want to subscribe. I don't understand. I want to know how to, you know, get over that, that hurdle without falling on my face like that guy did in the Olympics the other day. Great video. He finished. Um, the point is, subscribe. And go to LIWstudios.com, like I said. All the shows are on both those things, the YouTube, YouTubes and the, the website. <sighs> what are the shows? Um, Americant. Great episode. Six came out. A lot of fun. A lot of fun to do. Fucking amazing. I love I love that episode. I'm a little biased, but I love that episode. Nick Cage cast, shitty movie showdown, and a new show I'm working on that I'm announcing right now, right here, right now, right here, right now, and um, it's called Hack from the Future. And I haven't done an episode yet. I'm working on it. I've created the opening credits. I don't want to go into what it is. So I just want to release a couple and see how it goes. Give me a short show that you can chew up in five minutes. And then spit out to your friends to share and subscribe, you assholes. Anyway, guys, I'm going to head out of here. I am Phoenix West, and I have been this entire episode. That's something I do. I don't change people mid-episode. I I believe in that firmly, and I'm going to stick by that. So until next time, guys, I will still be Phoenix West. So long, citizens.